Good morning, friends. We'd like to welcome you once again to our radio broadcast this Easter morning. We hope that you've had a wonderful morning and maybe some of you have been out to the sunrise services and we hope that the Lord has blessed your service. And a day to recognize the resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's what we've been teaching on the last few programs is the resurrection of the dead. And we've showed that Jesus was the first to rise from the dead. And folks, where would we be without the resurrection? That's the Christian's faith. That is the fundamental faith. That's the grassroots of our faith is the resurrection. We know that if Jesus hadn't have raised from the dead, folks, then our faith would be in vain. We'd be in our sins. And our hope would be just like any other religion in this world is, would be in something that was temporal. But folks, the Savior that I serve is, is not in the grave anymore. We know that Muhammad is in the grave. Buddha's in the grave. Different men of different religions, they're still in the grave. But my Jesus is not in the grave. He was raised from the dead to eternal life. And that give me hope that I'm going to have eternal life someday. God's going to raise me, raise me to eternal life one of these days. That's why God raised him, was so that you and I could have hope of eternal life. Turn with me to 1 Peter, the first chapter, and the third verse. Peter speaking here saying, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. God raised Jesus from the dead to give us hope, a lively hope. It's not a dead hope. My Jesus is alive. He's alive and well. I talk to him every day. And I know he hears our prayers because he answers them, folks. But God raised Jesus from the dead to give us hope that there's going to be another resurrection that I could have my hope in. Yes, the, it took the first resurrection to give us hope that there's going to be another resurrection. God raised Jesus from the dead. He has begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And Jesus is our hope, folks. That's why I've, I've got to get in Jesus, because he is the resurrection. Turn with me to St. John, the 11th chapter and the 23rd verse. Jesus speaking to Martha here concerning Lazarus. The 23rd verse, Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Someone had taught Martha something. Martha said he, she knew that her brother would rise again at the last day. But Jesus said, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. Folks, that's why I want to get in Jesus, because he is the resurrection. And folks, we know that no man cometh unto the Father except by Jesus. 
And there's only one way you're going to get to the Father, folks. That's by the resurrection. That's by Jesus. He was the resurrection. That's why the resurrection is so important, folks. Don't let anybody try to take the resurrection away from you. That's where our hope is at. That's where our faith is at. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. If we're going to get to God, we'll have to go through the resurrection. We'll have to go through Jesus. Turn with me to Revelations, the first chapter and the 17th verse. John was speaking here, writing about Jesus and Jesus appeared to him. John said in the 17th verse, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me, fear not. I am the first and the last. He's the first resurrection, folks, and he's the last. What are you talking about? I am he that liveth and was dead. He's talking about the resurrection. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. That's what constitutes a resurrection, folks, raised to eternal life. Jesus said, I am the first. He's the first resurrection. And I am the last is what he said. Well, St. John said he was the resurrection. He's the first resurrection and he is the last resurrection, folks. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter says, for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead, the man Christ Jesus, folks. Yes, the resurrection came by Jesus Christ. His first coming brought the first resurrection. And his second coming, folks, is going to bring the last resurrection. Yes, that first resurrection is what give us hope that there's going to be another resurrection. When Jesus comes back, that's when the last and general resurrection is going to happen. That's why Martha told Jesus, she knew he would raise, raise again at the last day and the resurrection at the last day, the last day. That's what Jesus taught. I wonder where she learned that at. There wasn't any newfangled Bible colleges teaching all this new doctrines that are coming out in the land. No, she, she was taught by Jesus. She was a follower of Jesus Christ. And that's why Martha went and got Jesus. Yeah. She had confidence that she was a follower of Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus, Jesus taught these things, the resurrection of the last day. His first coming brought about the first resurrection. He's the first. And then his second coming is going to bring about the last and general resurrection. He's the first and the last, folks. People think that they're going to be in this first resurrection, folks. And how can they be in something that's already passed? How can they be in something that's already came about? Jesus, when he arose from the dead, that was the first resurrection. Now I'm going to give you a few verses in the Bible that shows that there was no alive and remain. There was no living saints. There was no living saints in the first resurrection. The first resurrection were all dead saints. They were all dead people. There was no living. There was no alive and remain. We which are alive and remain. That first resurrection was all dead saints. Turn with me to Isaiah, the 26th chapter, prophecy of the first resurrection. 
Isaiah 26 and 19, thy dead men, notice it said dead men, thy dead men shall live a resurrection together with my dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing ye that dwell in the dust for thy dew is the dew of herbs and the earth shall cast out the dead. Folks, some people may say, well, Isaiah was talking about himself. I beg to differ. This was prophecy concerning the first resurrection. Isaiah was prophesying and Jesus was speaking in Isaiah here. Well, to prove that, Turn with me into the New Testament, 1 Peter, the first chapter, and we'll start at the ninth verse. It said, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Listen to this. Of which salvation the prophets, Isaiah was a prophet, wasn't he? Have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you? Oh, Isaiah was prophesying of the grace of God which should come unto us. Yeah, that precious Savior. Listen to this now. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify. What signified it? The Spirit of Christ. It was Jesus and these prophets, folks. That was testifying. Let's read a little more. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified, what testified the Spirit of Christ, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. That's his resurrection, folks. Yeah, the glory of his resurrection. That's why I say that this was Jesus talking here in Isaiah. Thy dead men, dead men, there was no living. Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body. Jesus' dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing ye that dwell in the dust. Yeah, that dwell in dust. For thy dew is a dew of herbs and the earth shall cast out the dead. That's a resurrection, folks. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Yeah, praise his holy name. Yeah, if you would turn with me now to Matthew, the 27th chapter showing you where this prophecy was fulfilled of the first resurrection. Matthew, the 27th chapter and the 52nd verse, and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept, they were dead, arose. There was no living saints in this one. They were just dead, just like what Isaiah said. Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body shall they arise. Yes, fulfilled in uh, Matthew, the 27th chapter and the 52nd verse. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. There was no alive and remain in this one. What did they do and come out of the graves after his resurrection, after Jesus's resurrection? Yes, thy dead men shall live together with my dead body shall they arise. Yeah, that's what Jesus was saying through these prophets. Yeah, and the graves were opened in Matthew, and many bodies of the saints which slept, yeah, arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection. Yes, and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. And I want you to turn with me now to Revelations, the 20th chapter, and the fourth verse. You notice this, there was not any living saints in this, and this specifically says this was the first resurrection. You won't find any living saints. They were all dead in this, folks. 
That's why I'm saying you have to know the fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ before you get into Revelations. Revelations 20 and 4, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. They were dead saints. They were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. Folks, you may say for the witness of Jesus. I want to tell you something. These prophets carried the, the witness of Jesus. They testified of Jesus. That's what we said in Peter. First Peter, the first chapter, the 10th verse of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand. The Spirit of Christ was in these prophets. Yes, the Spirit of Christ. They witnessed of Jesus. They testified, folks. They testified of the coming of the Son of God. Yeah, the Bible says again in Revelations, the 20th chapter, and I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. Yeah, they killed the prophets. They stoned them, folks. That's what this is talking about, the Old Testament saints. Yeah, and I saw the souls of them which were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. That's why they killed them, folks. Yeah, they didn't like what they were saying. They didn't like what they were testifying. They were killed for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither received the mark upon their foreheads, nor in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. You notice that they that said they lived and reigned with Christ. They were with Christ. It wasn't Christ here on the earth with them. No, they were resurrected and went to heaven with Jesus. That's why Revelations, the 14th chapter and the first verse. And I looked and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion and with him 140 and 4,000 having his father's name written in their foreheads. Folks, these were men that was with Jesus. Yeah, they lived and reigned with Christ in heaven when he's ascended, when he was ascended. Yeah, that's why the fourth verse said, These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. They were all men, just like Isaiah said, Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body. Yeah, Revelations 14 and 4 said, And these are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goeth, folks. He went to heaven. Yeah, praise his holy name. The Bible said these were redeemed from among men. Yeah, they're not here anymore, folks. They're gone. They went to heaven with Jesus. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and unto the Lamb. The first fruits. Yeah, the first from the dead, folks. The first ones, the first resurrection. Yes, Jesus was the first to rise from the dead. Yeah, and after him... Yeah, many bodies of the saints which slept, yes, come out of their graves after his resurrection. This was the first resurrection. Now back to Revelations, the 20th chapter again. Yeah, and I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of them, they were dead, that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. They carried his testimony and for the word of God, which had not worshiped the, the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark in their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived, they lived, yes, and reigned with Christ. 
They were with Jesus in heaven. That reign was in heaven, folks. Lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Now this is my point. But the rest of the dead, it wasn't talking about the living. It was all dead saints. Yeah, that's what Matthew said. Yes, and many bodies of the saints which slept. Yeah, come out of their graves after his resurrection. Yes, the Bible says Revelations 20 and 5 again. But the rest of the dead, yeah, that next resurrection, but the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first, the first, the first resurrection, folks. That first resurrection had all dead saints in it. And I'm telling you and confirming today that that first resurrection happened when Jesus came. Yes, he was the first to rise from the dead. And many bodies of the saints which slept, yeah, come out of their graves after his resurrection. We've got to know these fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ before we could ever get into revelations and try to figure out these mysteries. Yes, praise his holy name. Yes, Jesus' first coming brought about the first resurrection and they were all dead saints. But Jesus' second coming is also going to bring about, yes, the last and general resurrection. Now turn with me now to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, and we'll start the 51st verse. Behold, I will show you a mystery, Paul said. It's a mystery to this world. We shall not all sleep. No, there's going to be saints in this resurrection, folks that are going to be alive and remain. Behold, behold, I shew you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. I'm sure you can see the difference between the first resurrection and the last and general resurrection. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Yes, praise his holy name in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last, the last, the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound. And the dead should be raised incorruptible. And we, the ones that were alive and remain. Now you notice Paul also did not exclude himself from this resurrection. This is the one that he was going to be in. Yeah, let's read it again. Behold, I will show you a mystery. We, that's himself, folks. That's including himself. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, that last day, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. He didn't exclude himself. He brought himself in this resurrection. Now, folks, I know you can see that. In that first resurrection, there was just dead saints. But in this last and general resurrection, there's going to be alive saints. There's going to be a living saints that are going to be alive and remain in this resurrection. Turn with me to First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. And the 13th verse, listen to this. This is Paul, Paul covering again what he went over in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, the 13th verse. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. No, he don't want us to be ignorant on this concerning them which are asleep. Yeah, listen to this man. He's talking about those that sleep in Jesus, the church. Yeah, concerning those which are asleep that she saw not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, that first resurrection, folks, that's how important it is that we believe in the first resurrection. We believe that Jesus rose again. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus 
Will God bring with him? Where's he bringing him from? The dead. That's what it's talking about. The next verse. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord. Paul was saying this to them, by the word of the Lord. This is what Jesus taught him. By the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming, yes, of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Listen to this resurrection now. It's going to be alive saints, and it's going to be dead saints both. For the Lord himself, yes, shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. What trump was it? Paul said it was the last trump at the last day, folks. Yes, yes, he's coming with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then what happens? Then we which are alive and remain, alive and remain, shall be caught up together. Folks, that catching up. Paul said in the first Corinthians, the 15th chapter, they shall all be changed. That caught up means to be changed. They're going to have eternal life too. Yeah, praise his holy name. I know you can see that. And at the end, it said, so in the end of the 17th verse, so shall we ever, not just a thousand years, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Why? Because it's the resurrection at the last day that we're going to be with Jesus throughout all eternity. Now, folks, I know you can see that this can't be the first resurrection because the first had all dead saints. This had the alive and remaining at the last day. You can show, you can see in St. John, the sixth chapter, the several places here where Jesus was going to raise these people from the dead the last day. And it brings in the church, folks. There's no way, there's no possible way that this word of God teaches where the church is going to be raised a thousand years before the last day. It's going to be the last day at the last trump. Listen to this now. I want to go over these few scriptures again. St. John, the sixth chapter. We'll start at the 39th verse. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that all which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Folks, the last day, the last day. You can't show me any other days past the last day in the Word of God. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question. Did you come to Jesus through the Spirit of God tugging at your heart? Well, if you did, I'm going to show you and prove to you that you cannot be raised a thousand years before the last day. This is Jesus' own words. Now, folks, you know that you can't come to Jesus except the Spirit of God draws you. Now, that's any man from the time that Jesus came here. Jesus said in the 44th verse, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. Did you come to Jesus? Well, you had to come through him. Yes, through the Spirit of God drawing you. And I'm going to show you when you're going to get up, folks. And I will raise him up, Jesus said, at the last L-A-S-T day, last day. You can't be in the first resurrection. Don't let nobody deceive you. Don't let nobody teach you anything different than what Jesus taught, folks. Yeah, now turn with me again to the 54th verse. This is the blood-washed crowd. This is the blood-washed church, folks. Listen to what Jesus said. 
whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood. That's any, that's when Jesus instituted. Yes, the sacrament. The, yes, the Lord's Supper. Are you partakers of the Lord's Supper? Well, if you are, folks, I'm going to show you when you're going to get up. Jesus said, whoso eateth my flesh and drink of my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last L-A-S-T day. What makes people want to teach anything any different? I'll tell you what it is. They think they know more than Jesus does. I heard a man of God say, if you're going to get them up any time before the last day, you'll have to get you a pick and shovel because God's not sure going to raise them up. Yeah, that's nonsense, folks. Let's be founded on God's word. Let's be founded in these fundamental principles. Folks, God's word is amazing to me.